You're listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Beltway Beef Podcast. This is Ashley, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. Uh, we have Colin Woodall, who's NCBA's CEO. And today, in light of Earth Day, I uh, wanted to get Colin on to talk a little bit about sustainability and, and the story that the cattle industry has to share in that space. Well, it is Earth Day, but for all of us in the cattle business, every day, is Earth Day. And it's always been that way. And so we're excited to talk a little bit about sustainability, our stewardship of the natural resources, because it is such a, a big part of our success as an industry, as producers, but also a big part of the success that we will have in talking about our industry as being a solution to climate change and not a contributor to climate change. Right. And I mean, I don't think I could have said it any better myself. The way you summed it up was was just so perfect. But I feel like, you know, whether you open a newspaper or turn on your TV or buy something in the grocery store, the word sustainability is there. And it seems like it's become just a buzzword lately. So can you just kind of walk us through maybe why in, in politics and in the social space it's become that buzzword? Well, it is a buzzword, but it's a buzzword with a little heft. A lot of times you'll see buzzwords associated with different uh, activities that may come or go, depending upon the fad. This is not a fad. This is here to stay because of many different levels. Let's start with the consumer. The consumer continues to ask more about where their food comes from. And I think we really saw that accelerated during the COVID crisis when they had a lot more time to think about where their food came from. They had a lot more time worrying about where they were going to get their food, especially in the early days of the pandemic when the beef cases were absolutely cleaned out, it got them to asking questions. And that's only going to continue. They're asking questions. So therefore, the retailers are then asking questions. Food service, restaurants, they're asking questions. And it just goes up the chain. And ultimately, it all falls on us because the packers, the processors, it comes back to us as producers. And so that's why we're making it very clear to our members that this is not a fad. It's not going away because the consumer is asking. But as you said, there's many different factors here. We also have a president who's made it very clear that climate change is one of his top priorities. And we know that sustainability is a big part of that. So we have to uh, recognize that uh, from a political perspective, it's also not going away. And we have a choice. We can either be at the table or we can be on the menu. And while we like beef on the menu on most tables, this is not one where we want to be on the menu. We truly want to be at the table being a part of the discussion. And so that's why sustainability is something that we put in our strategic plan and that we're spending so much time working on as an association. Right. So if if we're going to be at the table talking about it, um, you know, historically, I think within the industry, there's been a lot of discussion on what sustainability means. And I think you have producers now talking about sustainability in regards to the environment and then sustainability in regards to business decisions or generational transfer. Uh, so to get everyone on the same page sharing the message, can you kind of walk us through what sustainability as a whole and in, in those different sectors looks like? Sustainability for us really falls into three different buckets or pillars. The first, of course, is the natural one, which is the environmental impact. The problem I think that we have as an association, or really as an industry, is we've often viewed sustainability 
as some outside entity or group trying to come in and put additional rules, regulations, or burn some red tape on what we do day in, day out. And we need to change that mindset because I don't believe that's the case. I believe that sustainability is providing us an opportunity to showcase the great work that we do as stewards of our natural resources. Clean air, good soil, healthy forages, clean water. All of this is incumbent upon us as producers to protect because not only is it the right thing to do, but in order for us to have an operation, in order for us to have uh, the ability to produce these cattle and produce this high quality beef, we have to have those clean resources. So it's woven within the very fabric of who we are as producers to be good stewards of the land, be good stewards of these natural resources and do everything we can to protect them, not only for our use today, but for future generations use. But sustainability is more the environment. We also have to consider the economic side of sustainability. You can have all of the clean soil and good water in the world, but if you don't have an operation that's economically viable, then we don't have sustainability. That's why one of the key pillars is looking at the economic sustainability, the economic viability of cattle producers. We have to make sure that they have the opportunity to compete and compete in a way that provides opportunities for profit, knowing that profit's not always going to be there, but we have to provide the opportunities for that. That's why we work so hard on the cattle marketing working group in our triggers project that's going on right now. That's why we work so hard to make sure that we keep onerous rules and regulations off the books in Washington, D.C. So that way producers can do business the way that they want to do business. Because we know if that producer goes out of business, more than likely, it's not going to be another cattle producer that's going to buy it. It's going to be somebody who from the city who buys it for vacation or hunting land or somebody that decides to put up a new development, housing development. And we know that the first crop of houses is the last crop that will ever be grown on that land. We have to keep that in mind. And then we have the social sustainability pillar. It's not just about the environment. It's not just about the profitability of the operations. It's also about everything that cattle producers bring to their local communities. You know, these local communities exist to serve agriculture. So we have bank you know, presidents, we have um, school board members, we have PTA members, scout leaders, churches that are made up of cattle producers, our members. And so their success also provides sustainability and success to these communities. So we have to look at sustainability across the board, more than just the environment, but everything that we do as an industry to sustain rural America and to feed this country and feed the globe. So certainly more to the story than I think it might look like on surface level. And, and there's a story that cattle producers have to tell. And um, it seems like it's already there, but it just seems like now we have to pull up our chairs to the table and, and tell that story. So the next question is kind of twofold. What would be your message to producers and how to share that story of sustainability through those three pillars? And then what would be your message to lawmakers about the story that producers have to share? Yeah, great question. Because as we know, cattle producers just want to take care of the business that's at hand every day. Uh, this is a tough industry. I'm not telling anybody who's listening to this podcast anything new. Everybody knows it because they experience it every single day. It's not natural or something that most cattle producers are even willing to do, come forward and talk about you know, their operations. But that's what we have to do as producers. So my advice, my recommendation to our members and cattle producers, 
across the country is twofold. One, recognize that sustainability is here to stay and it's not going away. And we have to take it seriously, but we don't have to be scared of it. We can take this approach of showcasing the great work that we have done to take care of the soil, the land, the great work that our animals do in upcycling grass and turning it into high quality protein. That's a, that's a great story. It, it showcases, as I said, all the improvements that we've made in the years over genetics management practices, implementing programs such as beef quality assurance in order to get better. So let's think about it from the perspective of celebrating all that we do in producing food and taking care of the land. The second part of that is let's talk about it. So you have to talk to your neighbors. You have to talk to the folks in town. You have to be willing to step up and engage in associations like NCBA. If you're not a member of NCBA, you need to join. So that way we can help provide that platform for you to engage with your lawmakers, lawmakers on the national level and lawmakers on the state level. Because if we don't talk, there's a void. And the void is going to be filled by any number of people And most of those people do not have our best interests at heart. So we've got to be willing to step up and deliver the message. For the lawmakers, the message is very clear. We're here and we're willing to talk about the next steps and the bigger debate of climate change and sustainability. And we're going to talk about it from the perspective of what we can do to be a benefit on what we can do to provide solutions. Because we've already shown how much that we as an industry can improve over time. And we've done it without the government telling us to. You know, we we can produce more pounds of beef with fewer resources today than we've ever been able to do in history. EPA didn't tell us to do that. The White House did not tell us to do that. Congress did not tell us to do that. We did that on our own. And as an industry, we remain committed to continual improvement. And that's the key component here is we're not going to rest on our laurels. We're going to continue to work on ways to become more efficient because we know as a population grows, we're going to have to provide more with less. We believe that we can do that. So we're going to come to the table with the lawmakers. We're going to talk about Uh, legislation and programs that can benefit us while we also benefit the bigger discussion. So I I look at our engagement with President Biden and the new administration and the new Congress as one that will be very positive when it comes to our role in climate change and sustainability. Well, that is certainly, you know, a positive thing for cattle producers to hear, because I think, you know, there probably was some worry across the countryside when you start to hear some of those things and, and hear some of the legislation that's being introduced in this space. But, you know, good to know that NCBA is already having conversations in that space and, and certain, certainly just per, uh, encouraging producers to join in on those conversations and, and tell their story. But, you know, you talked a little bit about NCBA's relationship with the Biden administration and, and certainly there's relationships with members of Congress as well. And then earlier you said that NCBA's policy priorities Uh, echo around sustainability as well. So obviously this has been on your mind and in the mind of leadership for a very long time. So can you just kind of walk through in detail some of those conversations that are being had or or some of those pieces of legislation or, or programs that NCBA might be advocating for in specifically the policy space. And this issue of sustainability has been with the association and the industry for, for a long time. Uh, and a lot of people think that we've already been talking about this for a decade 
are too. And, and we have to some extent, but I think the one thing that we were lacking was truly making this a, a priority for the association. And I will give all the credit to last year's officer team led by Marty Smith and now continued by Jerry Bone as NCBA president. They got together and they made it very clear that uh, we, we have to focus on sustainability. And so through their work, working with me and the rest of the senior leadership team and all of our stakeholders and our executive committee, we were able to include that as a strategic priority in NCBA's strategic plan that was passed back in February. So we're really excited about that. But as you mentioned, there's many different levels here. Uh, we have work that we do in our role as a contractor to the National Beef Checkoff that focuses on sustainability research. And a lot of the great data that we have is due to the research that has been completed with checkoff dollars. But we also have a policy component here. And that's the one that we're probably spending a tremendous amount of time on right now uh, in regards to our uh, involvement with EPA, with USDA, and with the Biden administration. And it's about uh, making sure that, that our opinion is included in all the briefings that are out there. We were very pleased to see that during the time of the transition last fall, that President Biden's transition team wrote a memo that very clearly identified agriculture and the cattle business as being a solution to climate change. We felt that was a step in the right direction, but it went even further in saying that not only were we a solution to climate change, but we were a tremendous tool in combating wildfires by focusing on removing fuels. So to have that come from this administration, I feel, is a very positive sign. Of course, right now, as we speak, there is work going on on Capitol Hill regarding legislation and in um, agriculture's role in climate change and trying to find ways to reward producers for what they do on the land through carbon banks or other incentives. Uh, there's more to come on that, and we're going to keep everybody posted as that legislation develops. But the activity is, is already uh, moving forward. And as I would mentioned, not only are we willing to be at the table, we're at the table. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to make sure that we are there until we have some outcomes that we know we can benefit from. And again, as I've said multiple times already, to showcase the great work that the cattle industry does. Now, this issue of sustainability is not only one that in my role as CEO focused on and trying to implement our strategic plan and our policy priorities, but it's also a personal one to me because currently my family is going through an intergenerational transfer of our operation and we're having these very same conversations, the conversations of what we can do better to improve our grazing lands, what we can do to improve the quality of our cattle, what we can do to be good citizens of, of the local town and, uh, and the county, and also to make sure that we are looking at that economic pillar, knowing that we have to have a successful generation or we're not going to be able to pass this down yet to even more generations of my family. So I understand why sustainability is so important, why we need to focus on this, because it truly is about sustaining our lifestyle, sustaining our business, and sustaining our livelihood. So we're going to continue to move forward as an association to make sure that our role as a uh, productive 
part of this discussion is uh, included and also recognized. We're going to make sure that anything that is brought forward via rules or regulation is done so through the voluntary programs that currently exist or new programs that may come up, knowing that the voluntary approach is much better. Also focusing on USDA and the need to have the technical assistance out there for cattle producers. And the one that uh, is is really especially important to our Western members, but is important to to everybody, is the role that we play in managing fuel loads on public lands, federal lands, all grazing lands in the West in order to try to mitigate wildfire dangers and wildfire concerns. So I see the overall issue of sustainability being one that is uh, an opportunity for NCBA, an opportunity for the cattle business and not one that we need to worry about, run from, or even fear. This is a good chance for us to show what we're made of. Well, I think it's really great that you're looking at this more as an opportunity to be able to tell our story because, you know, you said it yourself, this is personal to so many people, and including yourself and in many of the folks in the D.C. office and in the Denver office who are working on these issues every day. So, uh, Colin, just really appreciate your leadership in this topic and, and your ability to really be, um, you know, leading the charge for NCBA to, to tell that story of cattle producers and uh, to help people understand why this industry is so important. I really appreciate you being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, Ashley. This has been another episode of Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Don't forget to check us out online at policy.ncba.org or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify at Beltway Beef, also on Twitter at Beltway Beef. We'll see you next time.